Hey there, and welcome to the Good Kind Podcast. At Good Kind, we are all about helping people cultivate the good kind of habits and holiday practices that allow them to engage with God and one another throughout the year. To learn more about us and the products we make, go to www.goodkind.shop and follow us on social media. We hope you enjoy today's episode of the Good Kind Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Good Kind Podcast. I'm Clayton Green, and I am here with Chris Popolardo. What is happening? Brian Turney. Hello. And Lindsay Love. Hey. Hey, everybody. So excited to be recording another Habits and Holidays version of our podcast, where we're going to get to talk about habits during the next season of the year and some of the holidays, some of the real ones and some of the absolutely insane ones, right? Because (laughs) as I was preparing for this, I was laughing out loud at some of the random holidays on the calendar. So I'm, I'm really excited to discuss some of those uh, with you. So, But before we get into that, um, I want to talk about New Year's because, spoiler alert, New Year's is my favorite holiday, even though we uh, love Advent and Christmas so much here at Goodkind. <laughs> um, New Year's is my favorite holiday. I love the restart of everything. I love New Year's Eve parties. I love New Year's resolutions and everything. But the debate I want to start off with is how early do you start your New Year's Eve party and how late can or should the party go, right? I'm going to start off by just saying, essentially, you shouldn't start at 4 p.m. and go all the way to midnight. That's just too long. That's a long time. Yeah. So, Lindsay, what is your recommended time for when the party starts and when the party ends? And don't be afraid to step on my toes because you've been at my house for a New Year's party before. I have. Um... I think it depends on if you're doing dinner together or not. So if you start with dinner, then obviously you got to get together earlier. If you are making the food together, then that also makes a difference. So like tacos, like tacos. Um, I think maybe like a good time to start if you're not doing dinner would be like eight thirty or nine. If you are doing dinner, then maybe seven and then like have plan to have like a later dinner if you're making dinner together. So I'm the I'm the old guy here who hears that and thinks, hmm, we're almost done by nine. So I, I mean like <laughs> my New Year's celebration is like four to nine and I'm like, kids, the new year will be here whether we're awake or not. So <laughs> we had a great time and I'll see you next year. But that's- Chris, you don't even stay up till midnight? I, you know, I used to and I, I've, I the last couple years, we've just been so tired like celebrating with our kids that we've said like you know what there's no there's no point we phoned it in we went to bed at like 10 o'clock and the next morning I was like I don't really feel like I missed anything and I think that's our new thing but I might I might reverse course on that but for now all right I disagree you missed you missed something for sure well you're not staying up till midnight that's a good question I I mean you stay up till midnight like most nights I don't really (laughs) care though I, I guess it doesn't matter to me like we might stay up but not to celebrate New Year's. Huh. Um, it's just whatever. It's just a day. Uh, he's, on, he's on my it's side. It's not my favorite. Uh, sorry, Clayton. So <laughs> I'm so I'm so upset at both of you. We love you. The we, nice we thing really love here you. is uh, the East Coast is you know two years ahead or uh, two hours <laughs> two ahead. Years. <laughs> two yeah, years. Yeah, crazy. No, we no, live two, in the future, man. So we can watch the, the ten o'clock stuff. Put the kids. I today. guess. See, done. that's what I want. That's that what makes I want. sense. I want to watch the ball drop and go to bed at 10 o'clock. That makes sense. So um, we were in the mountains this uh, this summer 
And no, 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 we weren't in the mountains. We went to Denver and we were staying at Brian's house this summer. And that first night that we were there, Carrie did the math. She didn't go to sleep until 10, which was actually 12 East right. Coast time. And so she, and she was still awake. And so she declared that day, I can stay up till midnight. See, I did it. And so we're, <laughs> it's not only us, but like the past two years, case, and Lindsay yeah. was there when we like woke the girls up. We like yes. did, did it and then we put them back to bed. They have declared that they're gonna, gonna do it. I agree with you, Lindsay, though. I think that you either got to do a dinner party and be done with Chris, or you got to do after, or you got to right. be like great friends and like have some activities to do, and everybody yes. can kind of do lots of things in the house and everything like that. So good luck planning your New Year's Eve party, or if you're not having a party, Chris and Brian, just go ahead and you know do whatever you want to on that day. So, all right, I love New Year's. So a couple other questions about it specifically: Do you watch year-end recaps like the news or the or sports or you know like iPhone will like give you something? Thing and you're like, what? Look at your own pictures for the year. Like, are you are you into that? I'm into it. I'll read the articles and watch the videos and everything. What, Brian? You're shaking your head again, no. and I feel like this is hurting our friendship. Forget the past, move <laughs> forward. Yeah, forget. <laughs> Heartless. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Save me on this one. Tell me that you love a year a good year end recap. I actually really like the recaps. Yeah, thank I just, you. I, I would love, for the record, I would love to be the guy who stays up to one or two a.m. and celebrates New Year's. I just. I, I'm exhausted, so I just I just know my own limits. But I, I'm here for the festivities. Um, I love the recaps, like the articles particularly that kind of go month by month. Here's what you know. Here's what we did. I'll tell you what I didn't do that was in 2020. There was there was a year Ugh, where I said, you yeah. know what, we all we were there. That's enough. We, we saw <laughs> it. Um, we, but but generally, like years before that, and this year too, like I, I love that stuff because I forget that things happen in the same year until I see the whole recap. I'm like, oh my god, that was this March. That was this calendar year. And then you could do it thematically, like you're saying sports, you know, go to other, yeah. Um, some some guys do, Dave Barry used to do a, uh, like a comedy recap of the year where he was just parodying all the all the stuff and those were always mm -hmm. hilarious, so. Oh yeah, uh -huh. I love it. I, there was a couple of years where, and I, ha I haven't done it every year, but sometimes if I'm really good at journaling, I'll kind of like take a couple of days and like read through some of that stuff, pick some of the highlights, best day of the year, best week of the year. So we love to kind of like write those things down we haven't always done it consistently, but there, we do have these jars, I think from 2017, where we did that with a bunch of people. It was when we lived in Wilmington, we did it with a bunch of people, and we still have those. They're in the girls' bedroom. I have no idea why they're in the girls' bedroom, <laughs> right. but that we, we really like kind of like recapping and kind of remembering things like that um, as well. So, so um, I, well, I was just say, we, we do this as a family. Like Jen and I yeah. do this. I, I like the recaps that are you know, out there, this is what happened in our country or in the world of sports or, or whatever else. But Jen and I set aside time to do this for our own year because if we don't, everything flies by and we're like, what, what was yeah. that year? What happened? So we'll have several different categories that we, we set aside, like places we traveled or, um, you know, new friendships. And some of it's sad too. Like, people we you know no longer see or folks we've lost who passed away but it's helpful to yeah. have all those buckets set aside some time and be like what was the year and then you can commemorate thank god for the good and uh you know lament lament some of the bad so and then you roll the gratitude and you all <laughs> say what you're grateful for you're joking, in the year. but it's the gratitude is a daily thing <laughs> and this what i'm describing is a, is an annual rhythm it's the same stuff slow down long enough to notice what happened and then recognize that god was in it whether in the good or the bad so, yeah, yeah, that's good. 
Well, Lindsay, Brian is fast forwarding to the new year, forgetting what was in the past. Um, do you, I want to ask you, do you do New Year's resolutions? Like, is like, should we be doing them? Are you for them or not? So I think I am not a fan of resolutions necessarily because it okay. feels like a lot of pressure. Um, I definitely love goals and have like like looking forward to mm -hmm. things that I want to grow in or um, just different ways, like different things that I want to accomplish. So it's not like specific tasks. So for instance, I have the power sheets, Cultivate What Matters power sheets, and yep. they have the like I forget what they call them. I haven't looked at it in a while, but it's like, you know, your different goals and I use the sheets, but I kind of, my goals are more of like develop spiritual maturity. And then I have like specific things within that, that I'm kind of like, like, okay, so in order to develop spiritual maturity, I'm reading my Bible, I'm praying, I'm doing these like specific things. Um, so then some of my other categories are, one of them's called um, have fun, be cool. And it's like, those are the things that um, are like things that I enjoy, um, things that I want to like learn or whatever. So, um, Lindsay, I just saw Chris write that down. He's going to add that to his goals for the year. Have, have fun, be cool. Yeah. That's what I just, you mentioned Good themes. Luck, Chris. And, and I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. Like, that's, that's a reach. I feel like have fun, be cool is probably a, a tattoo on uh, Brian's bicep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have fun, be cool. Brian, uh, what about you? New Year's resolutions? Do you, you do them? Do you want to take a guess if I, I do? Or I'm going to say no, man. Like, <laughs> I think no. Like, don't care um, at all. Listen, I like, I like the fresh start of a new year. I think there's something good to that. Um, yeah. And I like... I think I like the idea of an emphasis more than a resolution or even a goal. I think... Um, yeah, like stuff to focus on. Uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like resolutions, I'm just setting myself up for shame and failure. Um, That's it exactly. It's like you're setting yourself up for being disappointed. Yeah. Or it's like you're going into it with the wrong expectation of like, I have to do these things or like I've, I've failed and that's just not kind. Yeah, I do. Uh, thinking back to last year, I, I think um, the – the Lord kind of gave me like this idea of like anchor of the soul and it's in Hebrews. And it was uh, something that yeah. early on in January, I think of that year uh, of last year, I, it kind of just felt like he, he kind of gave me that word and it's proven out to be really helpful throughout the course of the year. We had some transitions with church and some job stuff. We had to put our dog down after, you know, he was with us for 14 years, all this kind of stuff. And yeah. that, that, I, that theme of anchor of the soul has been kind of a through line, uh, through 2022. And so I like that idea. And I, I feel like I didn't, I didn't like cultivate that or even ask for it, but that's something that I want to try and enter into the new year with of asking the Lord for some direction and clarity or something to like hold on to throughout the year. That's cool. I like that a lot. I, I like how you made that so meaningful that I can't actually be hard on you for <laughs> being hard on your resolutions. And I, it is not passed me by that you, I think you did that intentionally, but I'm going to let it go with just that small little comment. We, I, we, I do nearest resolutions. I want to kind of like make the case for it. Cool. Um, there's this book, When, by Daniel Pink, uh, that, I, that I read. When, it's When, when as in W H E N, like yeah, when, question, like a time. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like the science the science of like timing, 
And so different seasons, um, first of the month, first of the year, those types of things really end up being scientifically like a, a great time to start new things yep. because your your mind and your body and the world are kind of already in that place. So I'm down with like doing it like not specific. It doesn't have to be like measurable or whatever. We're not, this is not an HR document. Like I get what you're saying about themes, <clears throat> but um, it feels like a. And reset, I think that you should right? do it. Yeah, it does. It does. But I, here's here's how we do it a little bit different. We actually um, don't do your resolutions in January because both of our birthdays in January. Kristen likes to say, uh, it, we're not having a keto birthday because you feel bad about what you did over the holidays. Like that's <laughs> the, we're not, we're not here for it. So like, um, so yeah, she is, she is clever. Um, so we actually do, we say January starts in February. That's like our theme It's like in February, we're actually going to do your new year's resolutions. And so I, I, I campaign for everybody to say that J January starts in February. So, um, all right. Let's talk about engaging. How are you engaging with God, engaging with others, or engaging with your neighbor in the new year? So, Chris, what, what you got? What do you What are you doing in the next couple of months? So, uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of books. This is probably a surprise to nobody. And um, when the new year starts, that's like I'm I'm with you, Clayton. I'm I'm planning out what I'm going to read for the year. But yep. one way that I'm going to try to to do that, this is something I love doing, engaging with others with my books is get recommendations from other people and read books alongside others. I love I love mm. that element of like bringing the social piece into my reading so that I'm kind of getting inside somebody's head of what they love. And then uh, there's also the accountability piece that if I know, you know, Brian and I are reading a book together and I'm slogging through it, I'm at least I'm at least be doing it for his sake. So, that's that's something I want to prioritize again the coming year is setting up these little Little groups of, uh, I don't know, mini book clubs, reading mm -hmm. books with other with friends. Yeah, well, Brian that. already made a recommendation to me on a, a book on time, so maybe he sh he can share that one with you. I'm I'm gonna plan on reading that here pretty soon, Brian. So, uh, Brian, what are you doing? Engaging with God, each other, or your neighbor? I like that. Um, I'm gonna steal Chris's. Uh, <laughs> it's I I feel like it's gets pretty bleak around here, and like <laughs> February yeah. is the worst month for sure. Yes. Uh, it's dark and cold, um, and so it, it does feel challenging to like engage with people, um, and so uh, I don't know. I don't have any good ideas right now. I think uh, I think we'll be probably bouncing around at basketball practices and things like that. That's what our kids were in that season where sports rules everything, and so um, there's that. Uh, I'm trying to connect with neighbors and, and people through that, but. I do like that idea of taking, you know, the first part of the year to maybe invest in self, but invite other people into it, Chris. I, I think that's a really good idea. That's good. Yeah, that's what we, this is all good kind is, is a stealing what Chris is doing for all of us and <laughs> sharing much. it with others. Yeah. Lindsay, are you going to, you going to say the same thing? <laughs> no. Um, I think I really need a good reset on, um, like morning quiet time. Mm -hmm. We've been traveling a ton. Yep. And um, if I'm being honest, my quiet time and like all like prayer and Bible study in the morning has been pretty lacking. So um, I really want to get back to my rhythm of like getting up, making coffee, and then going and sitting in my spot um, that is very cozy and in the sunshine. Um, in the morning and then like having some time just set aside where I'm not looking at my phone, I'm not doing anything with my phone and uh, just like kind of getting to uh, be with God and 
I can feel in myself that um, that has kind of been missing. Um, Mm -hmm. So I am like eager and excited to get back to that. Uh, It's just been really hard lately with traveling and all that sort of Mm -hmm. things. Like life is just very busy. So that is what I want to do in the new year is just kind of like reconnect with God in the specific way that I find very like peaceful. Yeah, that, that makes me think. So uh, I I want to apologize for all my product placements, but honestly, guys, like everything that like we do at Good Kind is like uh, the spiritual journey of of me and us kind of figuring yeah. out how we can practice together. I was thinking about it the other day about how Advent blocks the consistency of that with my family, as well mm-hmm. as He is here. The consistency with which I do that um, because of how much I'm sold into it, right? <laughs> um, in December actually does end up bleeding into a little bit of in January. It almost gives you a running head start yeah. uh, into some of that consistency. So, I mean, for us, um, we have, again, another product placement. I mean, we, we're leaning into Sabbath a little bit more because nice. of like the um, the um, tra- travel and seasonality of the holidays. Um, mm-hmm. So leaning back into that with our Sabbath box. We also have started, and this is not a product, but we started like a Sabbath meal. So on Sunday afternoons, we'll have uh, some friends come over. It can be some different, um, some are more consistent. And then just to kind of like cap off that time of rest, um, relationally spending time with people. So uh, really continuing to lean into that. But, you know, um, we're, we're all kind of saying like <clears throat> Brian said February's uh, certifiably the worst month. I mean, there's the fatigue of the holidays, and January and February can get a, kind of a bad rap, even though, you know, my birthday's there, so we should at least pay attention to that. <laughs> so you think there's not really anything happening between now and spring break, right? Now, right. Between now and March Madness? The Wrong. Way. There are tons of holidays. Let's do some holidays <laughs> or holidays, all right? Holidays. So we already did holidays. New Year's Day. I got a jingle. Do I not get the jingle? The do, holiday, all right, holiday do your jingle. Holiday. You give us the date, and we'll give you a hot take. Yeah, it's getting better. Yeah, yeah, we needed that. So uh, we already did New Year's Day. Um, New Year's Day and, for it. And we know what Brian would say, and we know what I would say, so we'll fly past that one. Um, here's one. January 6th, we found, was National Take Down the Christmas Tree Day. Now, I, I feel like that's a smidge, smidge too late. So if you got to replace this day and make make it a holiday, like what? Which date do you think should be national uh, take down the Christmas day, Brian? Christmas tree day. I think that's a perfect day. I've, you I've think the no six problems is fine? With that. Yeah. It's right on. <laughs> All right. Holiday. We hit it. All right, Chris, what about you? I would do a little earlier. We we get our tree Thanksgiving weekend, and this year it's, that's pretty early. So mm-hmm. th- there's no, I mean, the needles are going to be falling off. It's going to look oh, a hot be mess, a mess by New Year's. So for us, it's probably a reset just before New Year's or just after. I yeah. think the thirtieth. The thirtieth sounds good to me. Yeah. No. Because if you're having a New Year's party, you want the tree up. It looks. That's nice. a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. It's do the you? Second. Well, unless. Well, Brian, no you're not having a New Year's party. Brian does. <laughs> I'm, if I'm busy. going, I want a tree there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this is why. All right. Duly noted. Have the tree if Brian is coming to your New Year's party, but he probably won't. Probably won't. Um. So, I mean, here's one. I could have Googled it to know a little bit more, but instead I'll just ask Chris. Um, Chris, Epiphany is also January 6th. That's uh, right. Please, enlighten us. What, what is this, and should we celebrate it? Uh, if you want to. I, I, Epiphany is a kind of a fun one. I've always really liked this. So it's um, <clears throat> basically the, like the end of the Christmas season. 
uh, if you know that the song, the 12 days of Christmas, like yeah. that, that stretches from Christmas or just after Christmas up to January 6th with this epiphany. Oh. Um, and I, I feel like we had to do this, right? Why do all the presents on one day when you can do them 12 days in mm. a row? Just maybe not as many birds. But um, <laughs> in the church, in the church calendar, epiphany is like, it traditionally marks when the wise men came and visited Jesus. Not not because they came 12 days later, it probably took a lot longer than that, but it's just part of the liturgical calendar. So there's a piece of it where it's like, oh, this is another part of the Christmas story. This is where, you know, Jesus is, is revealed to the world as not just the savior of the Jews or the Jewish king, but it's for the nations, it's for the Gentiles. This is actually a big deal in, I learned this just last year or two, a big deal in Latino cultures here in the States. They yeah. celebrate, they call it Three Kings Day or uh, what is it, Dia de los... Trace Reyes, yeah. and it's it could actually be bigger than than Advent for them. So they like they have a special <laughs> Three Kings cake, and um, it's a lot of fun. So, ah. well, one of the things I noted as we're going through all of these uh, random holidays, not calling this one a random holiday, yeah, is how much people legit. think about it. Yeah. So as you explain that, that actually makes me really respect the National Take Down the Christmas Tree Day people. It, it almost that they works. picked that yeah. intentionally. They did good work. They did some Congrats. research. Thank, thank you guys for, for doing that in a good way. Here's another group that did a good job. On January 8th is National Snuggle a Chicken Day. Oh. So just in case you wanted to do that. So uh, holla yay or holla nay, Lindsay? Yay! Someday <laughs> I will own chickens and then I will snuggle them on January 8th. <laughs> That's fantastic. You should do it. Uh, January 9th is National Clean Out Your Desk Day. Uh, it also is Kristen's birthday, so happy birthday to Kristen. Everybody should message her then. But uh, <laughs> National Clean Out Your Desk Day. Brian, I feel like you're going to have something to say about this. Not that I've seen your <laughs> desk or want to encourage you to clean your desk. I need um, more than one clean out your desk day. That's all <laughs> I'll say about that. It gets you, messy very Should it be like, one, like four once, times a year a we month, should have maybe? that? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Here's, yeah, what you, here's what you do with this if you want to play a nasty joke is this is when you fire somebody and you frame it as, hey, it's National mm -hmm. Clean Out Your Desk Day. Also, oh, gosh. Don't, don't come back. <laughs> oh, wow. Like yeah. really clean out it's your very, desk. Yeah. Like, very dark. Yeah. Huh. Here's a here's a box. <laughs> um, That's a name. All right, I, so don't, the, I don't want that. The, the next one, I, I might not allow Brian to even vote because uh, January 12th is stick to your New Year's resolution day, which he doesn't have anyway, so I don't guess you don't mm -hmm. get to vote. Um, but I want to add in the fact that January 13th is Quitters Day, which again, I think that people were paying attention to each other huh. there with, the, with these two back to back. Yeah. So Chris, should we have national stick to your New Year's resolution day, Chris? 12 days in feels like a good mark for whether you need to like to re-up or quit. It's I, I think mm -hmm. I think those two work together. It's right. You're you're just before halfway through the month. Take an honest look and decide. Do you really <laughs> want to do this? Or, you know, here's an off ramp for you. No shame. Yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and say you're not gonna, I don't know, hit the gym six times a week. It's just it, it's not real, right? Yeah, and then you reset and you do it again in February because January starts in February. Uh, Lindsay, says, if you were going I'm to make it a thing by saying it over and over again, this is your method. <laughs> people, people don't remember things because they're memorable. People remember things because you repeated them. I'm not that's, sure about that. I think it's that memorable. Is, I think it's a good line. It's just you're you're really you're going for it. I'm gonna push it hard. I'm gonna see how many more times I can say it. Lindsay, would you? Which one do you think we need? The 12th, stick to your news resolution day, or the 13th, quitters day, as an off-ramp? 
Like, which do we need more? Um, yeah, which one, wait, if you get to pick one, which one do you pick? I, you know, honestly, I think I think we need Quitter's Day maybe more. I don't know. Yeah. This is this is weird, a weird thought. But, like, sometimes you need permission to, to just be done yeah. with something, you know? Mm-hmm. If it's not working for you or if it's not good, maybe you, like, made really bad New Year's resolutions. Exactly. And then you're like, oh, this was a horrible idea. I need to be free of that. This is when yeah. you're a third of the way through a book and, and you yes. say, you know what? That's enough. You've taken enough time for me. I quit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm it's, learning to be better at that, the quit quitting. No so Brian, tell all your kids, tell all your kids, Brian, who are in sports, that quitting is okay. Just go ahead and let them know. Okay. It came straight from the Good Kind okay. podcast. <laughs> quitting is okay. Uh, January fourteenth is my birthday, so that's a holiday Yay Happy for sure. Birthday. Everybody remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, but it also is organize your home day. I did go back and look. It is a Saturday. Again, kudos huh. to these people for for paying attention to that. It needs to be on the weekend. It's organize right. your home day, which would be a great time to do a home reset with uh, Naptime Kitchen if you haven't oh, yeah. done that. She she does uh, great work in helping you kind of. Loop, loop those things together. So uh, January 14th is Organize Your Home Day. I will not be participating, but Brian, Holly A or Holly A? Um, I like that. Yeah, Holly A. I think uh, especially after holidays, things like that, the house gets a little wild. I think having some intentionality to, you know, get things in order, optimize for the new year. I like it. Mm, Based on everyone's head, head notion, motions, I feel like everybody agrees. Uh, uh, Lindsay, you agree? I do. And Chris? Yeah, I mean, it's just as a general rule, when Brian speaks, I nod. He's, <laughs> he's, got, the, he's got the wise vibe. <laughs> to be clear, I don't want to do it. I want mm-hmm. my home to be organized. I want it mm-hmm. done. On that day. Yes. Got it. So, yes. yeah. Got it. All right. January 14th, organize your home day. You should definitely do it. All right. The 16th, it's a Monday, and it always is, but it's, it's uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So, Chris, we all know what this is, but anything additional you want to teach us about this day? There's a there's a ton you could say here, so I don't I don't want to you know uh, pretend that I'm I'm enlightening people on who Dr. King was or the significance right. of it. The day was chosen because it's close to his his birthday. I believe it's January 15th was his was his birthday. Um, some things you may not know: it was President Reagan who signed this into law to be a federal holiday in the 80s. Which you know, we're a lot of us were kids of the '80s, so we don't remember a time before mm. Martin Luther King mm-hmm. Day. But it was, and it was, it was kind of controversial for a while uh. after that. So I'm I'm thankful that we grew up with this being just kind of a standard thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's like, oh, what? Why would why would you do anything else? Mm-hmm. Something I right. want to challenge you with. You know, this is we all know a little bit about Dr. King. This is a, a nice moment to like step back and say, hey, can I can I dig in here a little bit more? If you're bookish like me. You can go and get one of one or two of his speeches and go read through them on that day. Like his uh, letter from Birmingham Jail is a classic. It's a fantastic piece of writing. So you might want to just take take that. You could find it online, read it. There's incredible like performances of it as well. You can hear mm. folks kind of uh, voice act speak the whole thing. Or in in whatever city you're in, there might be actual events to go to. I know the Triangle's got a lot, especially in Durham. Right, yeah. Um, There's some pretty significant events. So it might be like, hey, you know, I'm I'm not just going to take the day off. Let me actually go downtown and see, you know, be a part of the the festivities honoring him. Yeah, it's it's cool to see an increasing number of business as well. Um, It has typically been kind of like a floating holiday type of thing, but I think more people are kind of sticking to it strong, which allows people to participate a little bit more. 
Um, so yeah, it's on Monday the 16th, always on a Monday, but it's the 16th this year. So uh, just as a flyby here, so everyone's aware, Saturday the 21st, after you've cleaned your house on the 14th, is International Sweatpants Day. So relax and enjoy, and just I'm going to go ahead and holla yay that for everybody. Uh, now then fast forwarding to the 25th, January 25th is Opposite Day. Now th this is interesting, and I do I do want to hear Brian's take on this because I feel like this is one that I need to understand. What in the world would you do on opposite day, Brian? Or should we just not have it because it's that confusing? Uh, I, I just I mean I, it goes back to like elementary school when you just like totally say the opposite yes. thing and that's uh, yep. so annoying. No, I'm, wear I'm your annoyed. shoes on different feet. <laughs> Awful. It really is annoying. My kids. So are, let's let, my kids are in this phase now. Like the, just this week, Teddy was. You know, he, he'll do this when he's being disobedient. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, did you, I, I asked you to come put your shoes on and you told me no. And he's like, yeah, but it's opposite day. I'm like, I don't, I'm not digging this. <laughs> no. I don't like where this is headed. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not here for it. Nope. Um, Jan, January 28th is um, National Amy Day. All Everybody right. say, hey, hey, Amy. 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 Yeah, big day. You, uh, Amy, you don't have to work that day. You you can <laughs> completely have that off. All right. Um, which actually the day before is National Have Fun at Work Day. So you should have fun at work and then not work on, on National Amy Day. So um, in February, moving on to February, we have Groundhog Day. Now, Lindsay, I don't know why, and I hate to put you on the spot here, but I'm pretty sure that in Michigan, Groundhog Day is a big deal. Like, so could, do, is it a big deal, or am I mistaken about it? I feel like y'all would be super into that. I don't know. I feel like, um, kind of. I remember it being a big thing when I was growing up, but um, it's never, like, it's never what it says it's going to be or whatever the groundhog says it's, it's not, not it's not accurate say. so wait a second this I is know. not true um i mean it might be in some other places but in michigan it's just like it's always gray it's gray until you know april whatever right. and so i think the groundhog like, cannot change that the groundhog can't change that and it's like but it is fun because it's a good um you know you have this hope it's like a hopeful moment and so you know you're like it's been gray for three months already, and now I get this moment that maybe the groundhog's gonna tell me that the sun's gonna be be there soon, and then, but you know, it's not going to be, but there's hope. So I can never remember. Does anybody know which one is it? Like, if he sees a shadow, it's what like happens? I don't. It's like it's the opposite. opposite of what it's you would opposite. Expect, it's right? opposite. If he sees the shadow and it's sunny, that means there's more winter. But if it's yes. overcast and cold, then there's no shadow. Means winter's almost over. Yep. It might have. Yeah. It that makes no make sense. sense. All right, February 8th then um, is National Kite Flying Day, which I feel like would make better sense in April, like when it's mm. windy. Isn't it supposed or to be Or like warmer. I feel like if it's windy and cold, that's a horrible kite. I weather. have also found it's hard to plan when you can fly a kite. It's, <laughs> True. it's very difficult in my experience. During the, during the pandemic, there's this field um, close to our house, and we actually went out a couple of times and tried to fly a kite. We know it was windy. Y'all, flying a kite is, is, is serious business. It is really hard. Mm -hmm. I, we, we did not successfully, in three attempts, fly a kite for longer than, like, 40 seconds, which I feel like I was proud of 40 seconds, but I, I wanted it to be up there longer. Is somebody here better at flying a kite? Better than you? Great. Certainly. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Probably not. I say holla nay to 
to national flying a kite day. I feel like Agreed. we have multiple right. reasons for that being the case. All right, I'm going to skip past uh, February 13th, which is Galentine's Day, because I feel like we don't have anyone uh, qualified to speak on the topic. Uh, but 14th is Valentine's Day. Holly or Holly do we need it? Brian? Uh, y- yes. Uh, Ooh, I, I, that's, I was not expecting that. I don't have a hot take on that, but it's I, romantic. yeah, I'm a, I'm a romantic at heart. What can I say? We know it. Mm-hmm. Chris, Holly or Holly I actually dig it. Yeah, I, I, I'm into it. I, uh, I bought this one for a long time in my, uh, my, my personal life. And um, I was just being lazy and like not thinking ahead to do anything for Jen on Valentine's Day. And then I got super... Uh, self-righteous about the fact that it's a Hallmark holiday and it doesn't matter. <laughs> and um, Oh, my gosh. So yeah, my I think... own personal history says to me that this actually is significant and we should just, you know, lean it. Why, why is it bad to have a day set aside to tell people you love them? Particularly what was the turning point? The turning point was Jen shooting me straight and saying, like, <laughs> you know, uh, there are these special days of the year where you're supposed to do certain things. And... <laughs> You could be as unique as you want, but every now and then you got to align with some of these days on the year. And because I care about her, I listened, and I reformed. So, <laughs> good job, Jen. I, I yeah. actually took it one one step further. Uh, we actually in college, I did something called anti Valentine's Day as Ooh, an idiot. That's which we would do like a Valentine's Day thing, but not on the Valentine's Day worse, in order to push back against it the man. Or, it, mm, yeah. Mm. So I, I'm I'm Holly Yay on it now. And Lindsay, how about you? I'm kind of nay, honestly. Oh, wow. Yeah, there it is. I I don't know. I think maybe I'm I'm still in the. Uh, it's just kind of like a weird day, but I I'm not sure. I I'm looking forward to my turning point. Yeah. All right. Well, here, here's here's another one. Just two days after that is um, do a grouch a favor day, which I I loved <laughs> and I picked out because we've actually talked about grouch day. We did a different day, mm-hmm. um, but I just kind of want to combine that together because essentially, as we've started doing this, it's kind of like there are these themes. There's like there are food days, yeah. right? There are actual holidays, and then there are all these days that are like be nice days, mm-hmm. and then there's uh-huh. like the unexplainable days that you don't even get. I like that this is kind of a combination of all of them. Do a grouch a favor day. It's like it's very obscure and you can't really explain it. But it also is just like, hey, be nice, right? So, Brian, you're as our resident grouch, uh, at least in this podcast <laughs> yeah. episode. Um, should we uh, all do you a favor on Mar- on February 16th? Yes. Uh, I mean, I'll probably forget that it's that day and I won't be offended that, you know, I'm the grouch. Y'all oh, you'll definitely be offended. For, but um, <laughs> you never know. I think about like Home Alone with the, you know, the old guy with the shovel. Mm-hmm. He yeah. seems like a grouch, turns out to save the day. So, so yeah. you never know yeah. when he might hit somebody over the head with the shovel for you. <laughs> now, Chris, that is why we always nod when Brian says something. Who saw a Home Alone reference coming from <laughs> National Do a Grouch a Favor Day? I didn't, but I enjoyed every second Thanks. of it. Um, February 17th, just get ready as a Girl Scout cookie weekend. So they'll Ooh. all be at the grocery stores and you can pick up your thin mints and whatever special thing they have this you don't year. Need, you don't need the grocery stores. You've got an in. My kids Uh-oh. are Girl yeah. Scout. So come to me. I will hook right. you up. Just, she's right. got a website. The place on this Co- cookie website these days. <laughs> yeah. Just we're, DM we're us on Instagram and we'll we'll uh, get you some Papalardo cookies. Check out the show notes for, for a link. That. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, Lottie's gonna much. have like the largest cookie order ever. Yeah. Um, all right, so the 21st is Fat Tuesday. The 22nd is Ash Wednesday, kicks off Lent. Chris, give us a little orientation here on the liturgical calendar with, with these dates. So Ash Wednesday is part of the liturgical calendar. Fat Tuesday is the informal, you know, add-on to it. So not officially. Not, not <laughs> officially, but it's part, of the, it's part of the fun of it. Ash Wednesday starts the 40 days leading up to... Easter, which is Lent, traditionally, especially in like Catholic circles, folks will not eat certain things, or uh, it's it's kind of gone mainstream where people will like just stop doing something or lay something aside during Lent. But it's it started as like, hey, we're leading up to a period of like Jesus dying for our sins. This is a good period for us to remember our own mortality and trust in Him. So the ashes that are put as a little cross on folks' foreheads on that day is just. And they'll even say this as they put it on, right? From ash, from dust you came, and to dust you will return. Which, if not for Jesus and the resurrection, would be very morbid. But that's kind of the point, right? This is where we came, came from. But because this is classic of us, because we're entering the 40, 40 days of like, you know, not eating meat or laying aside certain foods. What we do with that is say like, well, you know, on Tuesday, we haven't right. started that yet. So let's just have a rager, you know? So it's this enormous <laughs> party where you just like gorge yourself and, and go nuts because you're not going to be able to have fun for 40 days. So, Has anyone gone to Mardi Gras? I've never been. I, I've been to New Orleans, but not during Mardi Gras. I yeah, have. I've, I've been to Mardi Gras. I've, Your reflections. Not my favorite. <laughs> not your favorite. I wish you would have just. I wish you would have just stopped it. Ugh, instead of Ugh. not my favorite, which that was, we'll keep it. But like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, so just a couple more, and then we're going to pick back up uh, in March uh, pretty soon because we'll, we'll kind of do a spring break into Easter episode pretty soon. But a, a couple more for you to just be aware of. One is particularly personal to me, February 28th. Again, because it's close to the 29th, if there is a leap year, is Rare Disease Day. Um, there are a lot of diseases that a very small number of people have. Mm -hmm. And the people that have rare diseases have a really difficult time getting treatment, having people understand what is going on in their life, what is difficult. Our daughter, Kara, yes, the one that kind of kicked off the whole Advent Blocks thing by calling us out and dropping the mic on <laughs> Christmas being about Jesus. She has a rare disease. Uh, it's called Riberflavin Transporter Disorder. And uh, there are only, at this point, 200 diagnosed cases in the world. Um, wow. There were, uh, sorry, 300 in the world. There were 200 when she got diagnosed. And at the time she got diagnosed, she was the fastest ever to be diagnosed. And it took six months wow. before mm -hmm. we got a diagnosis. So it is increasing, but it's very slow. We're mm -hmm. part of a, a, a board called CureRTD, uh, a foundation that is raising money for research. Because when it's really, really rare, um, companies don't tend to do research because uh, it's not there's not a lot of people for it to be profitable for them so it's kind of on the families to help those things so the 28th February 28th is National Rare Disease Day uh, holla Hallelujah. yes you should pay attention Hallelujah. yeah um, holla yes um, and then March 3rd is National Day of Unplugging I think we'll pick mm. back up there next time and please don't let me forget for us to talk next time about March 10th which is International Day of awesomeness, Ooh. which Kristen said sounds a lot like Baus Day. So um, <laughs> we'll make sure that we bring those in next time as we start, uh, we talk, pick up and start talking about spring break. So here's the last question. Uh, what is the good kind 
of New Year's celebration, the good kind of New Year's celebration, um, so that we can all go and do that now. Brian, uh, after all the kind of canceling of New Year's, please tell us what is the good kind of New Year's celebration? <laughs> uh, just moving into a new year with hope and expectancy. I think like we have a good, kind Father who loves us and like is with us as we go into the new year. And so whatever that looks like, whether it's a rager or it's a quiet <laughs> night going to bed at 830. Um, yes. Yeah, I think like as people of God, we, we move in with hope and expectancy and, and like expecting God to do really beautiful things, even in the hard, uh, hard stuff throughout the year. Um, so I think, yeah, keep it simple. But yeah, it's more of a posture than it is like a, a certain celebration, I think. That's that's beautiful. Uh, it was. That's, that's great. Uh, thank you. Uh, Chris, what about you? What's the good kind of uh, New Year's celebration? I'll give you two. One, we go for the traditional New Year's meal. There's, there's all sorts of varieties of this, but like it's got to yeah. have uh, black-eyed peas and some kind of greens. Represents prosperity for the year, whatever. So we, it's not our favorite food, but it's what you make on New Year's. And, mm-hmm. you know, I love having a, a menu for a holiday so that's, that's one thing we've got on the docket. The other one, this I stumbled upon this a few years ago. Made I thought it was a mistake. Turned out to be wonderful. Went to the Y, our gym, on January 1st. Didn't even register the day. And I went there. And can I tell you, everyone is at the gym the first day of the year. <laughs> really? At first it was annoying because of the parking. But then when I got in there, I was like, this is like a party. Like so, I would say if you're looking if you're looking for a good time, go to the gym on on January first. Oh, I didn't expect that. I thought you were gonna say don't go to the gym. Oh no, I mean if you want to see nobody and be all alone, <laughs> then don't go to the gym. But if you, I mean if you want to see like half of the neighborhood, and people in a good mood and hope springing eternal, then you know head to the YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now you have been informed and you can make your decisions on what you're doing January 1st. I will not be seeing you at, at the gym on That's that right. day, but Chris will be there. So, Lindsay, what about what about you? What's the good kind of New Year's celebration? I think um, it's spent with friends. Um, I, I think, you know, we don't have kids, so we don't have to, like, do all of that. But I think even with kids, it will be something that I will want to – like do with friends, um, have it be like a community, uh, a community event. Looking forward to the new year, kind of reminiscing and um, thinking about and loving what the past year was, and uh, yeah, so with friends. Love it. What about you, Clayton? Yeah, I think the good kind of New Year celebration. I mean, gosh, you can't top what Brian said about kind of hope and newness. I, I think that um, I would add to that only by saying I think that reflection leads to leads to that hope um, Mm -hmm. so that we don't have a blind optimism but rather a full awareness of life and the good and the bad but then still being hopeful about um, the future Um, i think that all of that can be bottled up in this one day and it's um, probably why it's it's my favorite uh, to start again and reset and really it kind of fits uh, a little bit kind of with the good kind brand and like what we're trying to do, right? Um, starting over, beginning again, uh, it's kind of a mainstay of ours that um, we don't expect that you're going to always practice Sabbath or that you're going to pray every single day or that you're going to uh, read your Bible as much as you wanted to, or that you're going to be as grateful as you wanted to or, or whatever. But um, 
we think that small wins over a long period of time is actually what ends up uh, leading to kind of long-term change and small meaningful moments throughout an entire year brings a family together. Small engagement with God over the long term increases the engagement with God and increases the change in our hearts. So uh, this is a small representation at the new year of that kind of hope and excitement and resetting. And you better bet on February 1st, you're getting an email from us saying that January starts in February, <laughs> right? And that you can start again and you could try again. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then on March, in March and April and all the, all the other months as well. We won't email you every time. But uh, hopefully today has sparked some kind of idea of you to take uh, January, which is a great month, and February, Brian says, is the worst month, and do something <laughs> meaningful with your family, with your neighbors, uh, and somehow engaging with God. Um, and we will see you next time on the Good Kind Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Good Kind Podcast. We hope you leave feeling more equipped to engage with God and one another in your habits and holiday practices. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, like, and comment. We're excited to share more content with you soon. Don't forget, you can find us online at www.goodkind.shop. Thanks for listening and see you next time on the Good Kind Podcast.